Hi, this is Brian Kralowitz, and uh, you're tuning in again to the University Counseling Services podcast series. I'm joined here with Eric Nielsen, um, and we are going to talk kind of a two-parter this time. We're going to do something a little different. That a lot of times we talk about a topic, and then we completely switch topics mm-hmm. and never discuss it again. Um, but we're recording the first part since we're getting close to Valentine's Day that we decided that we'd focus a little bit on healthy relationships and kind of two-parted this up a little bit where uh, today we're going to talk about kind of the newer relationships, so kind of the beginning, the forming, um, the coming together kind of quality. So basically we're kind of in our minds kind of like the first few months up to maybe six months talking yeah. about that. And then next week we'll follow up a little bit more with the kind of maintaining, and you know, I'd say an old relationship, but relationships <laughs> that are not kind of new anymore. That right, there's a little right. bit. It's gone to video by that point in time and not it's not in the theaters. <laughs> Um, and so we're just kind of talking about this today, kind of checking in, and so we're just going to get started. Um, what's, what's the, you know, you meet someone, you like them, what, what do you really do after that? How do you pursue someone that you like and not make it awkward? Well, well what have you learned from your experience? Well, I, I, I think the first thing that I think people always struggle with is, let's just go even before the new, before it's even a relationship, the how to get to know somebody. And that it is amazing to me of how often when the counseling or people come in and will talk about, I think they like me, but I don't know. I didn't ask. Everybody, <laughs> so, most people are usually very, very, very scared in the beginning to acknowledge anything, and that if I like them, because part of this is if you show your cards and they you say, if I had the, hey, I really like you, and you went, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is very devastating for somebody yeah. to be involved with, and yeah. so the initial part is liking somebody is pretty easy, but we all want these massive signs of encouragement. Yeah. So a lot of people end up using friend networks of that, mm-hmm. do you know, if this person likes me and they do the whole behind yeah. the scenes inquiring stuff like that. So, I mean, the initial part is quite terrifying for anybody to be involved with. I think this person likes me. And, you know, and a lot of times it's not much conversation about this because it's very terrifying. It's, yeah. it's easier to have the, we hang out together, have a fun time, but I have no idea that when you get to that label of boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. or dating or whatever you want to use, terrifying words to get to yeah and just asking the question is probably the most terrifying thing you'll ever have to do in your life minus no we don't know exactly <laughs> we don't know we don't know anything up to this point that is more terrifying than that it, and... is, it is the pop quiz of life that yeah. we don't really you know we want the answer but the answer we want not the answer it, it's either pass or fail there's no 75 percent yeah, they're the whole yeah. like, well, I you know, they have that, you know, I think of you and I think you're a really good friend. It's like It's always oh. friends. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so so part of this is that when you do this as best you can, things I've learned don't put bizarre things on Facebook to inquire Agreed. in a very bizarre thing. Go, if you can, as much as this makes people, everybody's like, oh, it scares me. Yes, it is horrifyingly scary. Don't send an email because it's easier. Uh-huh. Don't do the written note that you can, don't have an identification. Them. Go, at some level, just do like, this is really awkward. You know, most people have been in that same spot yeah. and have, even though at the moment it doesn't matter what experience they've had, it's terrifyingly horrible for ourselves. But most people at least have that, I want to try to do this as yeah. nicely as possible if they don't like you kind of quality. Mm-hmm. And so, and this goes guy, girl. I've really seen, I think, I think the equality of the genders has, has come a long way since I was, in terms of being, even I'm only 40 <laughs> years old. It's really changed or I've seen more and more females coming in like, I want to see if this guy likes me, but I'm really terrified. Mm-hmm. That used to be the male dom- domain completely. Yeah. I think it's still dominated there. But, but, 
everybody's so scared of this. How do you do this? Mm-hmm. How do you open up to somebody? And how do you know what the pacing of this wants to be? It's, you know, exactly. avoiding it when you're really drunk, having these discussions. It yeah, never yeah. goes well. It doesn't do what you want it to do kind of thing. Um, so being aware of what this is and realizing it is just scary. So let's, uh, beyond that, so I've encouraged anybody just as much as you can directly that, but if the person likes you, then it becomes a weird thing of life. Yeah. Because now, you know, the funny thing about, you know, like-like, mm-hmm. I like that, thank you, I'm 40 <laughs> years old and I say that, um, is it something your lives have to get integrated. Yeah. Because if you like somebody, and, and I've noticed this more and more, and I want to just make a little caveat to this, people end up, like, will date people that are somehow in school in China, and distance relationships yeah. that uh, while we're talking mainly about the ability where you can actually see somebody or someone has a they're dating someone in St. Louis can or physically touch them. Yes, within within like 10 minutes you could actually see yeah. them. So we're talking mainly on campus dating mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's not that people I know a lot of people date people all over the place and, yeah. and we can probably another conversation would be long distance relationships and how to maintain that. Maybe we'll do that next week. Um, but the, the idea here is that you can actually talk to somebody. Now it's the integration of your lives because odds are these individuals, you've known them for a little bit, but odds are either if you're in the same circle, suddenly everybody's getting freaked out now because you're dating. If there's 10 people in the circle and you started dating, that makes the other eight people going, what the heck is going on? Yeah, yeah. Or you're dating someone for a whole new circle and you don't, and your you friends. And you integrated with them. Yeah, then you're hanging out with their friends and you're feeling like a fifth wheel and they're hanging out with your friends and they don't know what's going on. And the difficult process of introducing your friends to their friends and... And um, odds are they're for one of their yeah. friends like that person. They yeah, didn't ask out. Now they don't like you because you're the evil doer. There's always some kind of like subconscious hate between them. Well, and most of them you're oblivious at the time. Exactly. Because you're exactly. in like-like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use the word love, but you're in like-like yeah. where you're like, oh, this is really neat. And you're unaware of all of this. And then also it's really – when you start dating somebody, you spend a little bit more time with them, which basically has to mean mm-hmm. – other people are getting the shaft. Right. And there's only a certain amount of time, there's only a certain amount of days of the week, so many hours mm-hmm. in the week. If you're spending more time with them, it's taking away time that you would spend with somebody. You're seeing your roommates less, you're seeing your other friends less. And so that is really a, you know, people get, they're never going to say, I hate that you're dating somebody, but it becomes fairly yeah. annoying to them because, not not to be mad at the friends, but they've take, that person has taken away yeah. The, the, your routine with an individual. Yeah, there's this great scene in the movie Anchorman where all his, uh, Ron Burgundy's friends are getting upset because he's spending time with this new woman in their life. And, 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 and the reason <laughs> it's funny is that it relates to everybody yes. else. That everybody's had that conversation. If they don't, yeah. it's the snide comments, mm-hmm. it's the snarled looks. And then there's also it's a spot... Ignorant Facebook status that doesn't specifically name someone, but you know it's talking about yes, someone. Yes, the passive aggressive. Yes. I'm annoyed with you, but I won't tell you because yeah. then I'd look like a jerk. Them, but it's, it's suck. painstakingly obvious that it's you that I'm talking about. And then also, the, there's the cuteness phase. When you date somebody, everything is cute, and everybody who's around these individuals are annoyed because you're, you're like, oh, you mm-hmm. like, you like, you know, oh, you like this, you like spaghetti. Well, who doesn't like spaghetti? But you're fascinated <laughs> by their like of spaghetti. I like spaghetti too, and. Well, it's so weird. It's so weird. And you know, it's funny. If you've been like-like many times, it's the same stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, you're, I'm sure that people are 80 years old in the nursing homes or 90 years old. They're like, really? You like that? But, but then again, they have Alzheimer's, so they don't really they don't remember. They don't remember. It. It's, it's, yeah. And so, but, but it, it, this is not a, a generational thing. It's that everybody wants to be identified right. with us. They want this connection. And so 
we go through the phase of of sharing all these things, but uh, but your life is going around. You're still going to classes mm-hmm. theoretically. You're still trying to hang around your friends, and if that person goes away for the weekend, your friends will really rip on you because yeah. it's that. Oh no, you want to be your friend now? I mean. <laughs> Everybody's been there type of thing. And, and so part of this is how do you balance out your old life with your new life? Well, from my experiences, I've just kind of integrated and managed time between them, showing both groups that they're significant to me and they're important to me, and not have anyone feel like they're left out, really. If someone feels like they're left out, they're going to bring it up, and it's only going to get worse and worse, especially if you don't fix the problem. Yep. And, and I think the, the effort to do that, but always you're always going to short somebody differently because mm-hmm. of the change of it. But the, the idea that I'm going to try yeah. to balance this out and make it work is, Usually is essential. It, as long as the effort's there, then the person knows you you at least thought of them. And, and dependability is the key thing. You know, if you like, you only see your friends like, hey, we'll get together Saturday night. You can't get to Saturday and go, oh, I can't make it. I'm yeah. doing something. I mean, if you make it where I'm doing this with that other person and I've just rejected you mm-hmm. they're probably looking very much forward to you doing something the same with like with if you're whoever you're dating if you want oh I promised my friends I'd do this I gotta bail on you make sure you're really cognizant of all the promises you're making and yeah. most people make these mistakes are not like hey I'm gonna screw my friends over by saying such mm-hmm. and such usually it's like oh yeah I'll do that oh yeah I'll do that mm-hmm. and then it's like ooh the bill comes due and suddenly you realize I'm doing two things on Saturday night and I yeah. can't do them both um, so being aware of that then also just the integration with the person and that, you know, everything initially is an amazing, it's wonderful, but after a period of time, you know, we tire of, the part of the reason that people love, you know, almost all romantic comedies are based on the first 10 days of a relationship. Yeah. Because the newness of it is where we love this mm-hmm. whole idea. We've built a culture on creating something wonderful. After a month... Things could go sour. It, it's it, you know, it things get a little bit more. The, the, the nice things now are annoying. The things. things that we're oblivious to that they're doing, and now it's like, oh my god, it drives me nuts when they're you know. And we are the same, so we're not. You and I are not the two perfect people in the universe exactly. saying this, but we get to a point where like, okay, they're not. You realize that they don't walk on water. Uh-huh. You know, they don't. They don't sing like angels. They don't. You know, they're not a deity at some mm-hmm. level. They are just human beings with faults in their own lives and everything else. And so, then it's this bizarre: how do you totally function when you get past this mm-hmm. and you get into some form of regular routine with them? Where you know, now it's not lunch. It's just happened to be eating lunch sitting next to somebody. Yeah. You know, it's not like oh, when am I going to see them next? It's like yeah, I'll see you then. Yeah. And there's an integration and there's a, a normalization and the routine comes in which mm-hmm. is a great thing but it's not it and we'll get more into this next time but it, but it's that beginning phase and most relationships that i've seen i don't know what the actual time is but most relationships tend to last you know by, by true volume about three months mm-hmm. you know in terms of you know you won't i want getting into like marriages and people together for 60 years yeah. but yeah. and also there's a probably a 95 percent chance whatever relationship you get into will not work mm-hmm. you know it may not work in 10 years from now but odds are if a relationship is going to end it's somewhere that be, be th- up to three months tends to be that biggest point where you're like, do I really want to be a part of this? And there's that challenging and that independence. I mean, if you are meant to be someone, then don't be with them. Don't drag them down or yourself down. There's no point in carrying on something that neither of you want to do. But it, but it's but everybody's in the spot where is this? You know, everybody's having the thought: is this the relationship I really want to be in? Is this who? Is this the best person on earth? that I would be with. We all have the discussion of kind of like, when do we really like go, the, we mentioned the real, not the like-like yeah. word, but we mentioned the concept of, am I in love? And the yeah. love word is so powerful. What that means. And then you start looking at how does this, everybody, especially in a school environment where, okay, I'm, if I'm a junior and you're a freshman or a sophomore, mm-hmm. I'm like, 
you know, okay, am I, is it two years? I'm going to grad school. Do I want to do a distance relationship? Yeah. Everybody starts getting worried about the future so in advance. So the logistics, or even if someone is dating someone, you live in St. Louis, and someone is, you're dating lives in Kansas City, how are we going to do this? How could this interstate exist? You know, that, the that, that actually is going on, though. I'm sure. Exactly. Is it really? Yes. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know this. <laughs> but but you become that spot. How are we going to do this? Do we want to be apart? How do we yeah. integrate this? How do we maintain this? Are, mm-hmm. we, are we, you know, they start using like, should we be like not, we're in a date, but we can date other people, which is always a lie to everybody. I'll tell you yeah. right now, it's a lie, it's a lie, that, it's a lie. It's, it's like a girl saying, hey, we need to talk. And every guy knows that's the woman saying, hey, I want to break up with you, but not feel bad. It, it, it can go multiple gender it, ways. Exactly. It's, it's always where it is. But but the idea of that we can see other people, but we're going to stay together, especially when you've been dating, once you establish, once you go further down the relationship path and it's more and more committed, you can't really rescind back. Like, let's just go back and be friends. Mm-hmm. The, it, while I know people can be friends, after a certain period of time, you can, it, it requires so much effort. Yeah. And it requires, I won't get my, my personal ideas of formulas affiliated with this. <laughs> it's a little Seinfeld-esque. But you really have to start thinking of, is it possible? So when you go forward... It is really hard, and people have the, I don't want to miss you, because people hate yeah. the pain of a relationship when you're not with somebody. Mm-hmm. So, Because how far are you in your relationship with, with your girlfriend? About three months. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm putting my foot in my mouth as I oh, we, should, we should pre-rehearse these. No, that's fine. We should, okay, we'll, re- we'll stop this and record it again. <laughs> um, not at this point. Not at this point. We're too committed. No. <laughs> we're, we're in the 13 minutes of this recording. Oh, we're going to keep going. But, so, but, but these are the, the common issues of it. And I think healthy relationships are ones that realize there is no formula, there is no perfection. You know, and also I think the idea is usually by like about I don't know where you are not to bring your relationship yeah, into yeah. this, but about three months is where at least you've had some, I would say a, an argument, but a heated discussion yeah. or some disagreement, and you start having this like how because the hard part I also about relationships is going from two eyes to a we, mm-hmm. and this bizarre horrible melding is not like a, a great science of how to do this. It is not like yeah. a chemistry and you heat it and it'll go this way, it'll melt and all the, the, it'll come together. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that. It's pretty painful. Yeah. Uh, if, if you can't accept yourself together and you keep thinking of yourselves as um, in the relationship as two different sides of it instead of one whole object, then it's most likely not going to last at the three-month point. Yeah. And I don't want to be gender specific, but I think usually there's, you know, typically male with this, males really have a hard time with this whole commitment idea. How do I get committed? And I don't want to, we have a whole long discussion on gender differences and and sociological, all this stuff. Whatever it would be along, and way beyond my my pay grade. Nature and nurture. Exactly. So if we get into the idea of, there's usually some trepidation on both parts if I commit to this, if I I do this. Mm -hmm. And it's not just a male thing or a female thing, but usually... You know, I also have the power in the relationship is whoever wants to break up, you know, the most. Mm-hmm. Whoever's like, you know, if this ends, I don't care. That person is has the control of the relationship. Right. The person who wants it to last the most loses that control. Cling on, and and that's part of this is that in relationships ebb and flow with this and where yeah. people are at. And so it's really important of how to go through this. And most relationships, college relationships, end up with some minor breakups. Yeah. And sometimes people are like, if we ever break up, it'll all be wrong. If you go back and look at your parents and things like that, most people would date and there was always like, well, we kind of broke up for the weekend. We, we stopped dating mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks. Relationships are not this perfect, right. you, know, you know, step A, step B, step C, and it goes yeah. in a beautiful staircase. These the struggles affiliated with it are really true and really exist. Yeah. It, it, no relationship is the same. 
people are different. Um, nothing will be the same as the last time. If you break up with someone, then go back out with them. Things are not going to be the same. That someone will try to change themselves for the other one, yeah. or vice versa, and it, it might not be the same. It might be worse. It might be better, but you really just don't know where you're going to get in the end. And, and so and so with our new relationships, the whole idea is the initial integration, the challenges are there, the normality of being scared at the beginning of asking things, and then always the, the stepwise. We didn't get into the idea of like sex and all those oh, yeah. things where we're, we're, everything, every level of the relationship is what does this mean? How, is uh-huh. this, how does this integrate? Is this, you know, at every level you go to, it's a very interpreted very differently. And I'll real, real brief caveat of sex. We can probably talk about this topic for many different ones here. <laughs> but the idea of sex is oftentimes is that once you go there, it, it changes the relationship, it alters it. In positive and negative ways, mm-hmm. and there's really also a huge factor with once you get there, you can't go back. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not like a. I know people have done things sexually and then backed away. It really alters the relationship, how it's seen, how what it progresses. The commitment level is there. People in, have thoughts of what this means, what this doesn't mean. They don't oftentimes talk about it. Most people have sex. Mm-hmm. Usually never discuss what they did sexually for many years to come. Yeah. And so the ability to go when you're naked and you're doing things or whatever is going on, if you can get to the point where you can talk about what this means, what's going on, and have yeah. a discussion, that's very if, hard for If you get comfortable people. with it. And it's not just one singular event. It becomes... Something more than just sex. It becomes yes. a, a bonding event, and it becomes some where you understand the person, you know them better through this event. Yeah. And, and, I would, and also, then, then sex, especially at the college level, if you're living on the residence halls, who's your roommate? How are they handling all this? How do you integrate all <laughs> do this? Do they even know? Do they? I mean, it becomes a factor that impacts impacts all the relationships of your life. And yeah. so we can probably talk endlessly. We've probably hit on about 800 topics. But next week, we're going <laughs> to for talking about kind of the relationships that are six months or older. So this is our podcast. Um, thanks for tuning in. Again, uh, University Council Service is available for you. If we can help you out with uh, any kind of psychological issue, uh, give us a call. Our number is 660-785-4014. Look us up at ucs.truman.edu. We're also on Facebook under Truman Counseling. So look around for us. We're there to help you. And next week we'll be back talking about kind of old relationships. Old. They they dreaded old six months or so. So older relationships. Mm -hmm. We'll go from there. So thanks for tuning in.